spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Monday. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. Gatos will be back tomorrow. Uh, he's been inconvenienced today, but back here tomorrow. Inconvenience. Sure. Did you like that? Earlier when I was talking about his, he, he went for a colonoscopy. I was like, ah, oh, that's never, well, he brought it up on Friday. I wasn't here. Cleared so, it out. Yeah, clearing it out. Uh, Barry Markson in uh, for him, and we're going to touch on what's going on in a little bit. We're going to let Barry read through some of the, the, the well, I guess the- 32-page order. 32-page <laughs> order that just came down. Barry's reading fast uh, that the city uh, will have to clean up the zone, and we'll get to it in a little bit. I want to talk about the horrible incident that took place today. And it was in uh, Nashville. Yeah. Three kids shot, uh, three adults shot, uh, all fatal. Three nine-year-olds, uh, three 60-year-olds or 61, 63, something like that, and a uh, perpetrator. And the the battle, Barry, that's going on already, and, and this is sad. For all the talk about you know gun reform and, and all this stuff, the, the problem is is we can never get past the politics of it. Yeah, well, and, and that's exactly right. It's like uh, it's like the uh, the border. I, I mean, there's things that, frankly, there's a lot of agreement on both sides of the aisle about things that could be done to find solutions to make things better, but nothing gets done. And Frank, I think a lot of it, Chad, is is the politicians love the issue. It gets people riled up. It brings in clicks. It brings in money. It's it's how it's it's unfortunate that we use these issues like this. You know what? I've always said this <coughs> quietly on the side. Republicans are like. Getting rid of abortion just took away millions of dollars exactly. out of my my pocket. Trump said that straight out, not not the money part, but Trump said this is the the Roe v. Wade decision by the Supreme Court last year was not good for Republicans because it, it that was the issue that that they could excite their base with. Yeah, and, and now the, it's gone. Yeah, now it's gone because yeah. people who actually wanted to take on Roe v. Wade they didn't care about your lip service. Right. They they had a and by the way, if you've never learned anything about how this took place, the whole Roe v. Wade thing was absolutely amazing how they set up down the street from all the the Supreme Court justices. It took them 40 years. This was a long game. But the reality of of all of this was, man, they they came after. But you talk about the you know same thing with immigration, all this stuff. Guns is another one of these things. But the politics got involved today. Yeah. Even you joked at the beginning, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene said it was somebody who was transgender. Oh, well, it, it was is. somebody who was yeah. transgender. But here's here's the issue for me. And it's but the, it became it's, only about that. Now. Right. But the, the gun issue is what you're talking about. And you're right. Is and, and look, this person apparently bought at least two of the three guns were purchased legally. Uh, I don't know if there's any history of, of mental illness there. Maybe this is just as what's going to happen. But the fact is, the United States has more of these types of than any other uh, uh, first-party country in the world, without question. First world, yeah. Uh, first, first world, world countries, thank you, at first party. And uh, and and I know, you know, you're going to say that, Chad, we mentioned earlier that it's this mental illness. I like to think there's mental illness all over the world. It's not just here. Maybe it's different here than it is in other places. I don't know whether that's true or not. But the fact is the, the availability of guns in the United States is unmatched almost anywhere else in the world. Yeah. And that has to be considered as part of the issue. If, if we're, now, I'm not saying get rid of the Second Amendment or anything else, but I honestly don't understand where 90%, 85%, 90% of the people – Say, let's have red flag laws. Let's have universal background checks. Let's do things that make sure that if people have mental health issues, we don't put guns in their hands. Those are things we all almost agree on. Yeah. Why can't we do that? Why won't our politicians do just you that? You want to know why? And this is a perfect example. It's the fear that they'll never stop. 
Right. So you see slippery it, slope. You, you, you see it with whether it's abortion. Right. No, we're never going to get rid of the, the plan B pill. And we're never going to say you can't have an abortion if you were raped. And within 30 seconds, it's yeah. like, let's get rid of this. Yeah. Uh, no. Same thing. You know, it, it doesn't matter what it is. It, the, the, somebody gravitates towards it and they grab it and they say, let me take it a little bit further. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, the Republicans are recognizing it now that the gun issue is not what they think it is. Now, it may be in the far right in the mag- politics in the Marjorie Taylor Green level of stuff. But you saw this last year when the Senate, there were 67, 60, 68 senators who voted for that gun reform bill such that it was, including Mitch McConnell, including people from red, red states, yeah. because they're looking up and saying, we have to start addressing this because we're going to lose the suburbs. This is something else. The Republicans in the suburbs, the conservatives in the suburbs, they're not understanding why we can't have a red yeah. flag law. They're not understanding why we don't want universal background checks, and they're going to start losing votes. Yeah, and the other the side of it is too is is know this it's it's about election your goal as a politician isn't to please the people and try to do their bidding your goal as a politician is to be reelected yeah. and so the fear of what happens on twitter has exponentially ramped up Mary, over the last umpteen years because 80% of the people that are mad at you at something don't even live in your area where yeah. you're, you know, they're your constituents. But because money flows in and they'll come after you, people will do whatever somebody tells you to do. Yeah. Well, that, it, you know, it, I agree with you, Chad, that the, the, politicians see their job as to get themselves reelected. It's unfortunate they don't see their, their job as leading. They don't see their job as governing. No. I, I wish we could get to a place. I like to think I would do this. I think you would do this, that you go in and do what you think is right. And if you don't get elected next time, so be it. But that's not what they do. You're yeah. right. They, they're afraid to do that. And it's amazing to me. Even the politicians like a Doug Ducey, who was going out of office, supposedly not going to run for anything again. I know he wants to be vice president someday. But even he on the way out wouldn't do things that he wanted to do because he was afraid of what backlash he would have, and even funny, though they hate him already anyway. And the funny thing is... It's amazing. You you hear all these people that retire, though, that they're never going to politics again. The free, the free They freeze him up to do the things they would have always wanted to do or say the things they wanted right. to say. But the fear stopped them from doing it because not only do you have to deal with your constituents and Twitter and social media and, yeah. and, and 24-7 news cycles, but then you have to deal with your colleagues who you made their life more hell. Well, even like, I mean, uh, I hate to use it as an example, but even Mark Burns he had that report saying there was no fraud in the election in 2020. They had done this huge, comprehensive investigation, and and he didn't release it. Yeah. And he's going, he's leaving office. He wasn't going to be in office again. He's not running for anything. Yeah. What's it, why not? And and that's it's the fear. They don't want to be persecuted by their own side. They don't want to be attacked. They want to at least have the the chance of the door opening again for them to be in office. It's it's truly amazing. And that's the issue with the gun stuff. But I think you're seeing some Republicans now saying, "Hang on." We're not going to get rid of the Second Amendment. We're not going to take away your guns, but we have to address this. And it's not just mental health. And it's not arming everybody in a school and saying my 57-year-old second-grade teacher is going to somehow stop a guy with an AR-15 when he walks in the door. she's good enough. Yeah, I mean, come on. on. There has to be some other things we can address here together that is common sense reform. And I, and I I I don't hold out a lot of hope, but I'm hopeful. Hopeful indeed. Barry's in for Gatos. Let's talk about something else when it comes to Pleasant. Hobbs says no to Gunches being executed. So break down. Like I look at this, and here's my frustration with this entire thing. I felt it was completely political. I understand some of the questions being asked. Yeah. That's fine. But we had three that went off without a hitch last year. They made it seem kind of like they were all troubled. Okay, fine. Uh, the reality, though, is... 
politics played a part in this because I don't think she's very much about uh, executions here. My question is, though, she didn't reach out to some of the families, I think, was was a bunch of baloney. That doesn't help her here. Yeah. But talk about Governor Hobbs. How long can this last with Hobbs? Is this something that she's going to be able to keep going in perpetuity while she's governor? Well, she could. I mean, she's going to have to decide. It'll be a political issue. You're right. Yeah. But but she she can do that because the Supreme Court has. First of all, in order to get a, an execution warrant, the attorney general has to ask for it. So uh, Chris Mays has said she's not pro or against the death penalty, but I don't know that she's going to go out and get those. I don't know. Maybe she will. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, Governor Hobbs, I think what she's doing now is appropriate because you're right. The last three executions Arizona did went off okay. The ones we had before that did not. Yeah. And then one in particular lasted eight hours. But the last time I checked, he didn't walk out of the room. Well, it all depends how you look at it. But the other part of it is the U.S. Supreme Court has said to Arizona that we are not following the law anymore. It's a constitutional issue. It, it's whether or not we're supposed to be telling juries who in Arizona decide whether somebody gets a death penalty that a life in prison without parole was an option. And in Arizona, we weren't doing that. So there's a lot of people on our death row who haven't had that opportunity at the trial level, at the sentencing level. And the U.S. Supreme Court is now saying, nope. Can't, you can't put those people to death. They didn't. That's that's an appealable issue. So Arizona has to deal with that, and that's that's one of the things that the Governor Hobbs and her investigation is it's looking at. It's not just about we can't find the medicine and we Correct. can't find the drugs and right. we don't know who's going to be administered. There's other things, and I think those things get glossed over because that's not sexy. Right. The fighting over it is the sexy part of it. The reality is, though, just hearing about that, which is, well, why aren't you telling the jury that this isn't that you have a chance because. Juriers might look at that and go, well, that's more of hell than being sentenced right. to death. Right. I mean, you're seeing Gunches now. He asked to be put to death. Yeah. I mean, if you're on death row, that might be better right, yeah. for you in your mind. So it's, it's, there's a look. I, I know, and believe me, I'm, I'm not against the death penalty by any means and the Gunches. And you read the stories of who these people killed, put them to death. Yeah. I have no problem with that. But I think as a society, we have to be. We have to be a society that says if we're going to put someone to death, the most extreme punishment ever, if we're going to do that, people killing other people, we have to make sure we've done everything absolutely perfectly right. Yep. And and I think that's appropriate to be that careful. Yeah. And by the way, Gunch is, is a scumbag. Yes. And the killing of Mr. Bryce was awful. And we've talked to his daughter. We've talked yeah. to his sister about this. My frustration on top of all of this is I don't think the governor's office has at once reached out to any of them to say, look, these are kind of the things that we wanted to talk about. These are some of the things I think somebody from the office should have. But they she seems to care more about Gunches. And it feels that way. Uh, and there's frustration there from a lot of people. It's understandable. Barry Markson in for Gatos. Uh, still trying to effort to see if he's okay, which I'm sure he is. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, including Barry's going to read in the next few minutes, yeah. 32 pages of the order to clean up the zone downtown, which we visited last week. We'll do that straight ahead. It's the Gatos and Chad show. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad show. Barry Marks and Ed for Gatos, the fantastic Gatos and Chad show program. Fantastic. Coming up, weights in a fish has cost some people their freedom. We'll talk a little bit about that. But first, so we've been talking about Barry got through all 32 pages, yes. did not miss a sentence nope. of the zone. Now, we were down at the zone last week. It is a homeless encampment that is growing like pickleballs growing. It's growing <laughs> everywhere in a certain area. And it is, uh, well, quite frankly, I'll say it's pissing off uh, not only homeowners, but business owners downtown. And finally, there was a ruling that came down because th- this, yeah. like last week, I don't know if you read the article about, you know, the station down there, the the, the great little sandwich shop yeah. this guy had built the up. The New York Times. Uh, and 
it is it is it's awful down there. I feel bad for all business owners. There's some homeowners down yeah. there. But uh, he sued, and I think there were several lawsuits well, out there. Yeah, there's several several businesses in the area filed suits against the city of Phoenix, not against the homeless people, against the city of Phoenix. And I will tell you that this judge, uh, this is a very extensive order. Um, he talks about what the city was pre- able, able to provide as far as evidence of what's going on down there, and it's not pretty. I mean, just, Chad, to some of this, and you, you know some of this already, the city stopped enforcing certain laws in the zone. They're, they're, so they're, they go down there, laws are being broken, they're not arresting people, they're not doing anything because they don't want to put these homeless people in the system Part of that probably thinking it just makes it worse. Now they have fines. They have other issues. It, it makes things worse. But also they just don't want to deal with it. Uh, the judge went on to say uh, that there's an increase in violent crime um, in the zone, all of this since 2018. They literally have regular reports of involving burned or burning human bodies in the zone, including, this is awful to say, I apologize, that there was a deceased newborn baby found lying in the street. I know last week there was a body burned in a, in a dumpster. Apparently that happens down there quite a bit. Um, they won't send sanitation workers into the zone without security officers. Uh, there's uh, there's threats to the people, businesses there, to homeowners, everybody in that area. Um, there's inc- there's a huge amount of uh, public drug use in the zone. Uh, it's a biohazard. Uh, it's the, the property crimes are tremendous, prostitution and public indecency. I mean, the judge goes through this. Whole, it's amazing what happens. And basically is saying that the, fit, the city of Phoenix's policy and the police is to not enforce laws. Basically, Chad, and this is my, me talking now, they're just saying... They're out. They're kind of out of the way. It's bothering a few business owners, but for the most part, nobody, no, nobody in Phoenix knows they're there. They're not bothering the vast, vast majority of us. Let's just let it be. That's what Phoenix has been doing. This judge is now saying that's about to come to an end. Yeah, he's he's bringing this to an end. So here's here's what the judge is saying. He's given them. There's already this is already a pending lawsuit. There was a bench trial scheduled. There is a bench trial scheduled for July 10th, and the judge has now ordered that the city of Phoenix has to be prepared by July 10th, so less than four months, um, to to come in and show, number one, take down all the tents, clear this area out. They're, they can't. This can't be accumulating there to show not just the steps that they're going to take, but the steps they have taken and that those steps are having results. So the judge is, the, the judge is not going to give them any quarter. They have to do what the judge is telling them to do with results to protect the business owners and property owners in this area. Now, and again, I, I find this, uh, it, it's a horrible situation, but, you know, we were down there last week, Barry, and we all went down there. And we took a trip to, you know, to talk about it. Having seen this my entire life, you know, it was Skid Row. I mean, yeah. Skid Row was famous. People come from all over the world. They go, hey, man, I want to go to Hollywood. I'm going to Skid Row. And, and you know, you now this is not this is a place of 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 just horrible situation for humanity people that are you know you know people got mad at us last week but they were they're dead in their eyes right they yeah. they're they're high on drugs they've got mental illness all this stuff is going on and in that thing you were reading look they they've turned down services they're not in yeah. a mind to get services and it's not fair for business owners yeah. but the question is okay all that being said it's like what do you do cuz you're going to have to move all their stuff yeah it's going to it's going to be a major issue and the, the the order refers to that that the, the majority of the people down there if not the vast majority are what's called service resistant they don't want the services they yeah. don't want to stay in a shelter uh, because they have a bunch of stuff and they can't bring the stuff into a shelter or they have other issues that they just want to live on the street these are these are there's a lot of people there i'm sure there are a lot of people there chad who have nowhere else to go who need help and want help and want to figure out a way to get back yeah but the majority if not most of the people there are as you're saying drug mental illness, other issues, 
And I, I don't know what the answer to this is, but what the court is saying here is that Phoenix can't continue to maintain a public nuisance on the property in the zone and that they have to stop that nuisance uh, to to uh, to protect the businesses and property owners around them uh, and that they're going to have to figure out something else to do. And I don't know what the answer to that is. It's this is a it's an impossible problem. If you have if everybody who was homeless down there, Chad, if they wanted help, it's right in front of them. Then we can figure out a way to help them. Exactly. But you know, I just had a my somebody told me this had the suggestion. Why don't we just buy trailers and sit them in an area Phoenix no one's using, and everybody can have their own little home and do this. And as you correctly pointed out. That won't work with these folks. No. They don't want that. They're, 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 not only are they service resistance. I mean, so take away that. Somebody's fighting with a drug problem or yeah. stuff. They're resistance in all of the other things that are going on in their life. If you handed them something, they could, they're not in their mind capable enough to actually deal with this. California's has decided, right? And remember, we're becoming a little bit more like California on a daily basis. Hey, we're just going to put them up inside of hotels. Well, guess what the hotels are finding out? Yeah. They're destroying everything. Thing. Of course, it's, it's it's not a good situation. I, so I don't I don't know, and this is the problem. It, it's not necessarily a money situation. If you look what San Francisco, how much money they spend on the homeless population in San, you could literally buy everybody a million dollar. It's in, it's, insane it's insane how much money it is, and and it doesn't do the job. No. It, it's if you have people who don't want help and it's impossible to fix, you can't fix it. There's not no. something to fix here. I don't know what you do. I, I honestly don't know what you, what to do. And I give you know as a this will sound cold. But in some ways, having the zone benefited an awful lot of us who didn't see it, didn't have yeah. to walk by it, didn't have homeless people all over us when we're walking downtown. Or Look, I was just in California in Venice Beach. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And by the way, that started the off as a small encampment and has grown to the point now where it's on people's streets. Yeah. And, and that's it's, what happens. And that's why I keep telling everybody, if you don't stop it now, to say that it's going to stop six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, no, it's just going to grow. But, and you but have not, to figure out to nip it in the bud now. But I don't – But I don't. But you, so you nip it in the bud so you can't be at the zone anymore and those 1,000 or 1,200 people, they're going to go somewhere. California. And Well, that's fine. But if they, but now if I just go into Phoenix and there's just lines of tents down every street, that's not better. No, but that's where we're I, headed. Well, and even if we keep the zone, it's still going to be that way because yeah. eventually it's going to grow out from them. All right, he's Barry Marchand. He's in for uh, Gatos. Gatos will be back tomorrow. Uh, wrap it up. We got some fun stuff to talk about. Some others. I mean, you know what? We got so much stuff. You guys. Relax. Relax. We got stuff coming it's, it's up. Chad, it's the Chad Benson presidential theory. That's Everything, right. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. I got this. <laughs> I got this. Wink, 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 nudge, nudge. Let's get us in chat show. Three, two, one, yeah. It's the Gatos and Chat Show. That's us. We're a lot of fun. Barry and in for uh, Monsieur Gatos. Still waiting to hear back if he survived or not. I'm sure he did. He uh, should be back here tomorrow. Oh, we'll my goodness. we lots of fun. That's for He's got sure. A clean colon. <laughs> It does. Good times. Uh, Barry, I want you to weigh in on this. See the way I did this? It's about fish. Okay, remember those two fishermen who put the the, the weights inside the fish in Ohio? Yes. They have been convicted. No. Well, they didn't even convict. They pled guilty to felony cheating. So this is the, uh, this is the, they put the weights in the fish. It is a fishing contest. Yes. And they won. Yes. And then they, they figured won 30 out, grand. And they figured out that the, they cheated. Yeah. What yeah. are they, so felony cheating. Felony cheating. This is, this uh, they played guilty. Carrie Lake written all over it. Go ahead. So one count of cheating, a felony, one count of unlawful ownership of wild animals, a misdemeanor. They also forfeited the boat that had been used in the competition and they're going to be sentenced on May 11th Oh, my God. Wow. 
That is, is insane. Do we know like what their sentence can be? Like where? What's the, uh, the range? Is they there a range? Fa- they face up to a year in prison. Wow! It looks like. Holy guacamole! Wow. Well, you tried to steal thirty G's. Oh my goodness! And they, so they said the boat was like used as part of a crime. So the so the yeah. so the sheriff's office gets to keep the boat. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. totally insane. <laughs> wow! We've talked about like the overreach of like sheriffs and stuff like that. Like the uh, that 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 guy who was taking the forty G's. Yeah. To buy a new there truck, right? a guy right? who came out here from uh, from back east from the south, and he was driving out here. He had to buy another 18-wheeler because he's trying to expand his business, and he had like $40,000 in cash. And he gets pulled over, and he's just being honest with the police. You know, he, they show it to him. They confiscate the money. The guy did nothing wrong. Nothing yeah. wrong. He's not a drug runner. He's just like a business owner. And what were we, two years later, they just gave him the money back. It's incredible. Yeah, and I was it's reading incredible. a story today. I think it was in uh, AZ Central that – this couple had $40,000 in a safe deposit box. The feds took it. They've never charged them with a crime. They have never charged. They've never been convicted of a crime. It's just radio silence. Wow. It's, I, I don't I don't understand how they're allowed to do that. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I know what the law is. I know how it's set up. But it's obviously being abused in these cases by some law enforcement folks. I mean, that's just that's just not right. No, no. It's just not right. Well, we, it's, a different, it's a different story if it's a big drug runner. You get a cartel guy. Okay. But these are just folks who happen to have money on them because they're coming to spend money, do business. That's how they do yeah. with cash. It's... It's really scary. That is scary stuff. It's crazy indeed. Uh, Barry, it's always great to have you here. Thanks it was for fun. Uh, it was full of frivolity and all the good stuff that goes with it. Now you can go mediate as you see fit. I'm jealous now. Uh, I, don't, I don't have this clean of colon, but I'm going to work on it. You'll work on it tonight. Uh, right. Gato's back tomorrow. As always, you guys have a great rest of your night. Later.